This is the fifth edition of TNA Impact Wrestling Analysis. My name is Levi D. Smith. I'm coming to you from the Knoxville, Tennessee area. Welcome, everyone. I appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. A bit of a change of environment today. I'm actually coming to you from Panera Bread. And just a nice change of environment. I appreciate everyone who's following on Twitter. If you're not following, you can follow at Podcast TNA. And you can submit to me your comments, questions, or suggestions about the podcast. If you're not aware, Impact Wrestling will be on tonight, on Wednesday night, so be sure to check that out. It will be the big Hardcore Justice edition of Impact Wrestling. So, go ahead and review last week's episode. At the start of the show, we saw Bully Ray and Devon come out and confront the Hardys. They reminisced about the old days back in about 10 years ago or so. And, yeah, just a great bit of history between those teams and reminding us that we'll see them collide once more later in that show. This was followed by an X Division scramble match for the shot at the X Division title. The competitors came out all at once. They were in the ring, so it was basically every time someone was thrown over the top rope, they were eliminated from the match and had returned to the match. First of all, Tigre Uno defeated Crazy Steve. Then Manic defeated Tigre Uno. Then DJZ uses the rope to defeat Manic. Then Manic was eliminated, eliminated by Homicide using the Gringo Killer. Homicide had a really great move. He did a suicide dive out to the outside of the ring, but he kind of turned it into a kick, so a little bit of an inverted move there. Then low-key, he used the key crusher on Homicide, and that made low-key victorious in the match. This week we'll see Samoa Joe take on Loki for the X Division title. Joe then did a promo, showed off the X Division title. Looks like it might need a bit of a paint job. Seems like it's scratching off a little bit, but it should be a very exciting match this week. Then was there was a confrontation. EC3 did a promo. He came out. He was beaten and bruised. Spud was out there. They confronted Kurt Angle. And Kurt Angle said, yeah, he just wasn't going to take it anymore. And Kurt Angle called the authorities to arrest EC3, Spud, and Rhino. So they were handcuffed and taken out of the arena. This was followed by a match between Mr. Anderson and Gunner. And in this match, we saw a run by Samuel Shaw. So this week on Impact Wrestling, Mr. Anderson and Samuel Shaw are going to go at it one more time in an I Quit match. This was followed by a four-way match for the women's title. Taryn Terrell had a nice move off the top rope. There was a big chant by the crowd that they were better than defense. There was some bickering between the beautiful people in this match. 
but the match ended when Gail Kim put the heat of defeat on Velvet Sky. <laughs> then there was a promo by Kenny King, MVP, and Lashley. And one thing that I do like about these promos, Lashley really doesn't say much. It reminds me of the old days back in the 90s when Sting wouldn't talk for a year and Goldberg wouldn't say much. So it just gives a little bit more mystery to the character. And it does make it, once I actually do speak, I mean that much more. Then we saw a big tag team match between Bobby Roode, MVP, Lashley, Kenny King, Austin Aries, Eric Young. And this match ended when Lashley put the spear on Aries. One thing I do wish they would do, Bobby Roode uses the cross face as a move. I really think they should give a name to this move. This was followed by a promo by Abyss and Bram, he still has Janice in his possession. And the first time we saw Janice, it was back uh, about four years ago, was when Abyss, right before he joined the Mortal, he was saying, oh, they're coming, they're coming, and 10-10-10 is the day we're going to, they're going to be here. So that's when we first saw Janice, really, and he used that weapon against Rob Van Dam in the back and put Rob Van Dam out of commission for months. So, this week on Impact Wrestling, we want to see a Stairway to Janice match. It's going to be chairs, tacks, tables, and Janice is going to be suspended from the brink, 15 feet high. And the first person who's able to get possession of Janice will be able to use it as a weapon. This was followed by a nice vignette by Cowboy James Storm and Sonata. They're like out in the country in an old shed and... Storm is just really giving it to Sonata. Storm really seems to be demonic and just possessed and really just giving it to Sonata. So we're going to see if he's going to toughen up Sonata or not. The main event, we saw Team 3D take on the Hardys. And Team 3D, they actually came out in the old school camouflage outfits. Really action-packed match. Saw Whisper in the Wind by the Hardys. And then there was a twist of fate and swanton combo. Looks like it was very painful. And finally, 3D put, it looked like it was the Doomsday device on Matt Hardy for the win. There was a show of respect after the match, and Team 3D helps both of the Hardys up to their feet. So, looks like there was no hard feelings between those two teams. Now, time for the ratings. So... Last week's edition of Impact Wrestling was seen by 1.126 billion people. And this was a slight drop, and this may not actually take into consideration the plus three and plus five numbers. What those are are the additional viewers that watch the show on DVR three days out and five days out. So there could have been actually more viewers than that. And it will be interesting to see what happens in the ratings this week uh, with the move to Wednesday night, see if that will hurt the show or not. Uh, coming in a few weeks, football will be starting on Thursday night with the NFL and college games on channels such as ESPN. So usually the show takes a hit in ratings during that time. So moving to Wednesday is probably a smart move. They really don't have that much competition. And actually, when back in the 90s, when WCW Thunder was on Thursday night, they 
took that hit as well, and they moved to Wednesday night. And immediately after moving to Wednesdays, their ratings went up significantly, like uh, 0.5 of a point. So now it's time for This Week in TNA History. Ten years ago, we saw AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Ron the Truth Killings take on Frankie Kazarian, Michael Shane, and Jason Cross, and the team of AJ Styles was victorious. Five years ago, we had the big Hard Justice pay-per-view, and on that pay-per-view, Daniels won a Steel Asylum match for the number one contendership. Abyss defeated Jethro Holiday, also known as Trevor Murdoch, in a $50,000 bounty match. We also saw Hernandez defeat Rob Terry of the British Invasion in 9 seconds in a Feast or Fired match. And also the British Invasion, Magnus and Doug Williams defeated Beer Money, Cowboy James Storm and Bobby Reed to retain the IWGP Tag Team Championship. In another match we saw ODB and Cody Diener defeat Angelina and Velvet for the knockout title. And also, Kevin Nash and Tracy Brooks defeated Mick Foley to win the Legends title. And in the main event, Kurt Angle defeated Sting and Matt Morgan to retain the world title. On Impact, we saw Samoa Joe defeat Homicide to retain the X title. Pope D'Angelo De Niro defeated Consequences Creed. And AJ Styles came out and gave a promo where he quits. He retires from wrestling, but he was later confronted by Sting, who tries to convince him not to quit. And also, in the main event, Team 3D defeated Kurt Angle and Matt Morgan. <coughs> this week, one year ago, we had the Hardcore Justice, free and on Spike TV from Norfolk, Virginia. On that show, Kazarian <coughs> won 20 points in the Bound for Glory series ladder match. ODB defeated Mickey James and Gail Kim in a no-DQ three-way dance. Bobby Reed won 20 points in the Bound for Glory tables match. And Bully Ray defeated Chris Saban in the steel cage to win the world heavyweight title. news and rumors. So it came out on Twitter that Billy Ray may be leaving TNA Impact Wrestling. He announced after a house show to a locker room in Hagerstown, Maryland that he would not be with the company after that night. He's been with the company since 2005, so he's been there for almost 10, 10 years, so it may be time for him to go ahead and move on. I don't think him leaving TNA will be uh, the end of TNA because they just re-signed five young talents. Gunner, Brooke Adams, DJ Z, Samuel Shaw, Sonata, and plus they have two new signings, the mystery person who will be de debuting soon and Chris Melinda. So I don't think it's too much to worry about. He is a veteran. I wish he would have stayed on and became like a backstage agent or just a veteran. 
someone who occasionally shows up, but I think it's time for him to move on from the main event scene. It's interesting, as I mentioned earlier, that that will be moving to Wednesday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, it will be tonight at 9 p.m. And actually, on Thursday night, I thought they may had moved in a show such as Bellator to capitalize on that audience from Thursday night, but it's just being replaced by four episodes of Cops. So it'll be interesting to see if Cops still pulls the same ratings that they have without Impact Wrestling as a show that night to prop it up. There have been new shows from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania announced from September 16th through 19th. So some of these may be tapings and one of them may be a one night only pay-per-view. Not sure if this will be the same arena that they used before, and these will probably be the last tapings before Bound for Glory. It's interesting that in another wrestling organization, uh, recently an MMA heavyweight champion was crowned. And this is very similar to what Impact Wrestling did in June of this year, crowning MMA fighter Bobby Lashley champion, and also they had an MMA champion at the very beginning with Ken Shamrock. And also on recent house show, Davey Richard, he broke his leg. It's unknown whether he will be back or bound for glory. And it's unknown at this point since they are the tag team champions, the Wolves, whether someone will be filling his spot. And also on the internet there's been this ice bucket challenge for raising awareness for ALS which I believe is uh, similar to the Lou Gehrig syndrome and there's been many people taking part in this challenge basically they get dunked with cold ice water so a couple of wrestlers did it first DJZ and Tommy Dreamer and then Kurt Angle actually did it as a, at a house show with milk and that was followed by Dixie Carter doing the same. And it was also announced today that Impact will be on Spike TV through the end of the year so there had been some questions on whether the contract would run out by October so, but uh, Dixie Carter announced today that we'll, it will be on through December but we're still in negotiations so it's unknown what will happen after then. Also on the website, new TV tapings have been announced for Charlottesville, Virginia, Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, and Fayetteville, North Carolina. So again, be sure to check it out this week. They got hard, Hardcore Justice on Spike TV. It will be originating from the Manhattan Center in New York City. We got the Stairway to Janice match, Abyss versus Bram. We got the Six-Sided Steel for the number one contender. Bobby Roode versus Gunner versus Magnus, Harry's, James Storm, and Eric Young. We also have the X title on the line, Samoa Joe versus Low Key, and an I Quit match with Mr. Anderson taking on Samuel Shaw, and also a segment from Dixie Carter where she speaks about her injuries from going through the tape. So that's it for this week. I appreciate everyone out there listening. Be sure to follow Podcast TNA uh, to find out the latest about this podcast, and I'll see everyone in a week.